Welcome everybody to a special edition of Parababble. Rob and I from Parababble, or prone, we're here doing current events and all kinds of newsworthy bits and pieces of the paranormal. So if you want to catch up with us, this is what we're doing this week, right Rob? That's right Jeff. Uh, so this week Allison is not with us, so me and Jeff have decided to fire up the Parababble supercomputer once again. And we are looking into all sorts of weird and crazy paranormal stories that are supposedly true. Uh, most of them are recent events. Some of them not so recent, but they're still fun. And we're just going to dig through them all and see what kind of fun stuff we can find. And I think our first one here, Rob, is pretty big. It was in the news a couple weeks ago. If my mom knows about it, it's pretty big. Yeah. And my mom came to me about this, so... That's probably pretty big then. But <laughs> if anybody gets annoyed with us talking about some of these things, because some of them will be videos and some of them will be photos, I will post all of them on our Facebook page. So if you want to check that out, it's on Facebook at facebook.com slash parabattle. If you want to send us any news stories or just email us your own paranormal stories, shoot us an email at podcast at gmail.com and we're also on Twitter at Parababble Absolutely. and we're also on Instagram at Parababble oh sweet we're getting up there yeah but you know who's got time to maintain all those things um, I don't know maybe we should let our fans run it yeah we'll get some like street team Parababble street team we have to have a Parababble street team yeah. I think that'd be sweet <laughs> <laughs> then we just put the work on them, and we just come in and look like the stars. If anybody wants to be a part of the Parababble Street team, shoot us an email. We will get back to you. Eventually. We'll, yeah, within the next year. Yeah. And then we'll send you out on the road. Mm -hmm. uh, keep your receipts. We'll have to do it that way, because, well, we don't really have a budget. Yeah. <laughs> All so, right, Rob. So what do we got? This first one was pretty big a few weeks ago. A couple, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago. Not very long ago. Yeah. Um, so this one comes from a very... Infamously haunted location in the U.S. The Stanley Hotel in Colorado. I've heard of this place. Yes. The inspiration for The Shining. Ooh. Yeah. Just for the record, did you like the second Shining, the remake? I didn't see the remake. Oh, no. Um, it was okay in its own right. Yeah. But if it wasn't called The Shining, it would be okay. Hmm. So, but you know they're working on a part two for The Shining. The book. Yeah, I know he wrote Siegel. Yes, but yeah. they're actually putting that to a movie. Doesn't surprise me. So we'll see who's gonna entertain thoughts on this one and who's gonna play the characters in this. I haven't read up more on it. I actually just saw um, Twitter put a post out there that they're currently locking that down. So that ought to be cool. They're doing a new it too. They're doing a new it. Yeah. Oh, good. Hopefully they don't do what they did with the first it. Mm -hmm. That way it isn't a pile of it. <laughs> <laughs> totally cheesy. Love it. All right. <clears throat> so let's continue the Stephen King hour on Parababble. No, but... So, Stephen King hour? Are we yes. doing a whole hour on Stephen King? Well, that's where we're going for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We probably could. All right. So this new story is from uh, Oregon Live, the Oregon. It says, the headline reads, Ghost Photobomb's Guest at Hotel That Inspired the Shining. And so this photo was going around like crazy the last couple of weeks. Uh, major news places picked it up. And this guy, who was not a ghost hunter, he's not trying to look for ghosts or anything like that. He was just visiting the hotel, took a picture, and in the picture, there's a staircase. And at the top of the staircase, there's a woman in a black dress, and it kind of looks like she's a little bit transparent. 
So, people are thinking it's a ghost apparition. The guy who took it says, when I took it, I didn't notice anything. Uh, so the guy that took this picture, he's the director of public relations at a children's museum in Houston. Sounds legit. Yeah, so, you know, it's something very strange that someone took, and, you know, it, it caught him off guard, obviously, and so all these news stories are picking up on it, and there's actually a quote somewhere that I saw, this news story has really annoyed me, where <laughs> some news channel or newspaper or something consulted with a paranormal expert, a ghost hunter, I'm using quotation marks with my fingers right now, and... I believe he was quoted as saying that, you know, I think you got a ghost there. Well, what would you think if you looked at the picture? Well, let's analyze the picture right now. Because Michelle. I found a version of it that's blown up. Now, you can definitely tell it looks like a woman standing kind of facing the window Yes. at the top of the staircase. So why would you think any different? I mean... Well, if you look at the top part of her head, it's kind of transparent. Have and you ever so, seen a ghost that's... So is her, her arm there a little bit. Maybe. Well, that would make sense then. Right? You know... I know this is irking you for a certain reason, but... You know, and you know why. Because that's not a ghost. That's just a regular person. You think that's a regular person? That's just a regular old person. And this guy had no intentions of doing anything. No. He just took no, a picture no. of the staircase think... because it's a beautiful staircase. It's a beautiful hotel. I've never been there, but I've yeah, heard yeah. everything about it. It is. I mean, you could tell just from the picture. Okay, so this guy takes a picture and makes up a fake fake title of what he does, and he's just there taking pictures, and hey, guess what? It's actually the hotel trying to boost up business. Well, I'm sure the hotel loves this PR, but okay. I, I really don't think the guy was trying to fake anything. I think, you know, a lot of times people who are big critics of the paranormal or whatever... They always claim, you know, all these people are faking all these pictures, they're faking all this evidence, but I think that this is not faked at all, but it's not paranormal. And I think that's the number one thing is that pictures and videos that people claim are faked, they're not really fake, they're just misunderstood, and this is another case of that, because this is something known as, like, shutter speed on your camera. Oh my god, I'm totally disagreeing with you right now. Really? You think that's shutter speed? Yeah, We're going to post this picture, and there's a little video for certain ones. You can you can actually track this down, but we're going to definitely post this. Well, shutter speed was my first thought, but there's more information that I found later on, and I'll give you in a second, because the body is, for the most part, solid. The top yeah. part is transparent. So, shutter speed is when your camera takes a picture, it's how long the lens takes the picture, and, like, what's in the view. So, like... It's kind of like, um, what's the best way? This is really hard to explain, but if you move during the time that the camera is writing the image that it's seeing, mm -hmm. you're going to get a transparent view. I actually have a picture of myself that we use at conventions all the time where I'm transparent because I was moving quickly. Right. It doesn't really, you don't have to like move at like super speed. You don't have to be like the flash or something but like anything that. Anything to throw the camera off and when it's in that tiny yeah, phase. Yeah. So this woman could have just been moving her head at that time. So yeah. then there's okay. another article that follows up on this that actually goes into more detail about the photo that was taken. And this is the best article that I've seen about it so far. And it's uh, from Discovery News. Apparently the photo that this guy was taking was one of those panoramic photos on his iPhone. Okay. 
So when that happens, you're going across in like a 180 degree or 360 degree or whatever uh, angle with your phone. So mm-hmm. as you spread your phone across, if someone moves, that's really going to throw off the picture. So that could throw it, that could really um, make the picture look kind of wonky as well. So that could really but make it look paranormal. You're, yeah, but we're not, this is a, that's a solid image up there. That is a figure of a person. Mm-hmm. So I don't see how a panoramic shot could make that happen. Something had to be there because it looks like it looks like you have pants and then it stops right where that little bit of white is at the waist and then like almost like maybe a a, a shawl or a sweater and oh, then yeah. white. I'm not saying that they're not, there's definitely a person there, but they're not a ghost. They're just a regular old person. So you're thinking, hey, it's a friend, maybe, or just somebody. Or else he just in took a random picture. in the lobby. Anybody could have been around. You could very easily have taken a picture of the staircase, but won't you think you would have noticed if you were taking a picture of a historic uh, staircase? And somebody walked by? And somebody was in the picture at the time of it, you're going to like, oh man, I just wanted the staircase because it's beautiful. Not and necessarily. If you're taking a lot of pictures, I mean, anything could happen. All right. I, you know, we're going to let the... Speed. I'm sure everybody out there who listens in paranormal, paranormal land uh, has already seen this photo, but for those who haven't, we're going to post it and you need to check it out because it's it's... You know, kind of what we do and what we look into all the time. You know, yeah. we debate this till we're blue in the face. So, I mean, there, there's this story from Discover that kind of follows up with it. Uh, a researcher named Kenny Biddle, who has a podcast, Geeks and Ghosts. I'm going to give him a shout out because this is the first and only, like... Real answer you'll yeah, accept in your, answer your that, skeptic world? No, that makes, that makes, <laughs> makes sense, sense that to somebody this. actually like explained it and didn't say, oh, it's a ghost, oh, it's two ghosts. So he says that uh, panoramic pit images are not taken in the same fraction of a second as normal images are. They take several seconds, which would allow Yao, who's the man, who's the man who took the picture, to mm-hmm. start taking his panoramic image at one end of the room and another guest or two hit the... Hit, uh, the halfway point down the stairs, turn the corner and begin the second set of stairs of the floor as Yao ends his panoramic image on the other side of the room. So this can cause a glitch and it looks ghostly. Hmm. But yeah, that's that's another little tidbit of news. First off, that most news sites didn't even say is that it was right. a panoramic picture. They just went straight for the, the ghost paranormal story. Yeah. I mean, you could Google weird panoramic pictures and see all sorts of weird stuff. So... And it, it's funny that this picture comes out at a time when there's been rumors that the Stanley Hotel was going to stop doing their uh, paranormal investigations and their their ghost tours and stuff like that. And there was a big brouhaha yeah. all over the internet. And then the Stanley Hotel came out and said, no, we're not doing that. But res- being respectful to our guests and other visitors that come in here, yeah, we're also going to pay more attention to that. So they weren't backscaling, but then all of a sudden this pops up. I don't know if it's a timing thing, but... You know what? I don't think this, the hotel actually needs any type of um, publicity as far as being paranormal because yeah, thousands so and thousands of, of people out go there. out there. Yeah, so. it, it very well could be. I'd love to go check it out myself, but as far as this picture goes, I'm going to say not paranormal. Ah, man, it's tough. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to have to disagree. I'm, th- I'm going with paranormal. Oh, no. I'm going to have to. I mean, we've seen lots of fakes and different... Uh, you know, settings of what could be fake and not fake, but I'm going to go with this could possibly be real. No. 
Okay, well there it is. We're already at a 50-50. We're, <laughs> we're starting off good with this episode. So. There you go. But we're going to post that up on Parababble with Facebook, all of that, and you can check it out. And yeah, let us know. Let us know who's right. Is, yeah. Is Jeff right or am I right? We we're all out. right. Is it paranormal or is it not paranormal? Paranormal. No, no. <laughs> so. So. What do we move on to? I found a surprising amount of stories from, like, legitimate local news sites. So I want to dig into one of those right now. I'm going to skip over this for now. What is this? Is oh, it the Goat Man? It is a Goat Man. I know. This comes from WBAL-TV11 out of Baltimore. There you go. And, yeah, you heard the headline. What is this? Is it the Goat Man? And they have a picture, which I've got to post this picture. It looks like a bear with possibly... A goat head. A goat head. It's the Goat Man. That is really... Wow. That's out of uh, Laurel, Maryland. Yeah, this is where the news article is from. So um, it says that WBAL-TV received two separate emails about some sort of animal at Montpelier Park in Laurel. One woman said it looked like a Sasquatch with horns. A man saw what he thought was a bear, except it it doesn't look like a bear. It almost looks like a goat standing on two legs. It surely does. Yes, it does. There's an old urban legend about a goat man who was once a scientist at the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. The story goes that he was experimenting on goats. The experiment went awry, and he began attacking cars with an axe, roaming the back roads of Beltsville. So that's the story of the goat man, and apparently he's been sighted, and his picture has been taken down Um, in Maryland. um, And there he is. I mean, it's the goat man. This is what this is posted. What April twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. This was posted like as of this recording, like five days ago. <laughs> what uh, we're gonna have to look into this goat man. Every okay, every state has a goat man story, a pig man story, a Sasquatch story, or the hairy beast of wherever valley. Yeah, but this truly looks like <sighs> it looks like a goat man. It looks like a Sasquatch with a goat's head. Yeah, it almost, if you look at it, that could be like the nose and then the back almost looks like something's on him. And he clearly has... There's a has, haze, uh, like a face right there. Yeah. And he so, clearly has two big horns, like a ram. This is definitely... He's big and he's, he's furry, he's got like black fur, and he's got a goat head. How many people do you believe in the goat man? Um, enough for them to post a story about it on WBAL-TV in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, goat, man. Goats never did anything for me. But if they're out there, you know, today's world, Rob, we got, like, so many uh, media outlets to get our 15 seconds of fame. And I say 15 seconds because that's all the time you'll ever get on news. So I don't know if someone just posted this and it was just like, hey, cool idea, let's throw it out there. And then we can rock it out, you know. And this guy will live in his own It could just be a crazy guy dressed up. In a Bigfoot costume with a goat mask on, but it could also be the real goat man. That doesn't look photoshopped either. Oh no, it's not photoshopped. It's definitely a real picture, so if you guys want to determine what it is, you know, we'll post this picture of the Maryland goat man. <laughs> Jeez. No. Yeah. No, somebody's having some fun with you. <laughs> Fireball. Fireball. Really? So what else is... What else is cooking out there? Okay, so we did take a little bit of a break for, like, how many months has it been? I don't know. I just broke the illusion. 
Well, we didn't have really... Well, isn't ghost stuff illusion anyway? Well, what happened was we fought about the Stanley Hotel picture. We did fought, yes. For about three months. And, and both of us were in the hospital and we had to recover. Yeah, that's why it's, you know, talking about current events, that one was a little old. Because that one happened a little while right. ago. Right, and we couldn't decide on what we wanted anyway, so... Well, we both had our own minds made up on that one. Oh, see, now we're going to lead into another argument, mm-hmm. Rob. Nope, nope, we better stop. Okay, stop we'll stop because you know what? Those hospital bills get expensive. Mm-hmm. Me and Rob did share a room together at our local hospital after that episode. And it was haunted. It definitely was. Mm-hmm. We, we put our differences aside, and we actually uh, went out with our walkers and canes and went through the hospitals. But anyway... So we're going to add on some new this uh, parababble news, anything going on in the para world. Yeah. we got some ideas and some stories that might help you stay interested and listen to us at you know, yeah. parababble. Yeah, because, you know, it's almost October, so all the crazy Ooh, stuff's happening. Yes. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Favorite time of the year. So we dig into the parababble supercomputer once again here. Nice. Kind of. This one coming from Mexico? This one's coming from Mexico, just like the uh, the werewolf. That was out in... Oh, wait. That was South America, I believe. South America. Hey, it's another country. Yeah. Shit's happening everywhere. That's true. All right. So, what's going on in Mexico? So, in Mexico, this is very recent, a ghost girl caught on CCTV camera causes terror in Mexico. And this is from Talk Radio uh, UK website. Oh. So, this happened on Tuesday, September 20th. So, very recently from when we're recording this. So... The footage was filmed on September 18th, and it shows the cloudy silhouette of what looks like the girl crossing the street in the district of, of course, I get stuck saying... Catamomac. There you go. (laughs) Mexico City. Somewhere in Mexico City. (laughs) There's a ghost walking around. It was uh, reportedly captured by a security camera. The image appears out of nowhere in the middle of the road, and almost instantly a car passes clean through it, leaving the figure completely unmoved. So the video already has over 400,000 views. It's probably more than that by now. And many people have suggested the image is simply a fake. While some speculating it is a promotion for a new film. However, others are not so sure. Click Hmm. on the video to take a look for yourself. So I've already watched this, but I'm going to show Jeff. And of course, I will post this on the Parababble Facebook page, which is at Parababble on Facebook. So take a look at this video, Jeff. I'm scared. You should be. So it's a four-way camera, CCTV camera. Nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing out of the ordinary yet, but of course you see the big red circle of doom. And something appears. In the middle of the road, just as a car is about to pass by an intersection. There is... It's the stereotypical... Ring-looking girl. Yeah. White dress, long hair. Japanese girl ghost. You know what? Yeah, I don't think it's anything. Yes. So we're in agreement on this one. I think I it's think a fake. someone's messing around with us. You know, you're down in Mexico City. Maybe the closed caption camera had some cocaine on it or something. So it was this white image. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, it runs down there. I wasn't going to go there, but yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have thought of like <laughs> fogged out lenses with cocaine? <laughs> I didn't say I didn't think of it. I just said I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> so yeah, this definitely, it definitely looks like the girl from the ring. Yeah. And it's, she's just standing there. Motionless. It's the stereotypical ghost girl, and it, it looks fake. Um, they did a pretty okay job with it, but it looks fake still. And yeah. You know, if you're trying to make people think it's real, just why do you got to go with the stereotypical Japanese ghost girl all the time? Yeah, why can't we make it like an American girl? 
Or a Mexican girl, because it's in Mexico. Right. Well, we could do that too, but that's no fun. No. So, yeah. And you know what? It, it, uh, the other thing that stood out was there was like, like one car that came by. Yeah, it, it just... There was like no populated traffic, no other people. It was just like, la, 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 boom. It looked like it was at night, so I kind of forgive that. But it, it's funny, like, if that was really there and the security camera was able to capture it for such a long time and so clearly, mm-hmm. the person in the car probably would have seen it as well. And Yeah, that car didn't even no, stop. There was no reaction to I the mean, driver at all. Let me tell you, when... Have you ever seen a uh, apparition driving? No. I have. Not once, not twice, but three times. Three times. You got the hat trick. I got the hat trick. The natural. It was a natural. No, it wasn't a natural hat trick. It was a hat trick. Um, I came home one evening and I saw an old lady walking on the side of the road. I was coming down a country road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, old babushka, skirt, white top, and she was hunched over walking, pitch black in the middle of nowhere. And... My first reaction was, yeah, she was on the side of the road, but I stopped. I slowed up. Yeah. You know, and that's something that didn't happen in here. My wife even caught something when we were coming home one evening. Um, she actually swerved because she watched someone cut in front of her car. And we're on a, a, you know how it is up in western New York. There's a lot of roads going out into the country that are just nuts. So, yeah, your your reaction of something like that is, you're going to stop. You're, or you're going to slow up. This car... Didn't even have time. It just kept going there right was, through. It was out of view yeah, then. There so, was no hesitation whatsoever. Yeah, that was that. I find that there's a lot of lot of stuff going on with these closed caption cameras, which can go both ways in the argument. All right, yeah. Now we're having more surveillance everywhere. People are more aware of stuff like this, so maybe they're looking for footage like that, and it does happen. But on the other foot, who's watching all that footage unless something's actually going on? Right, or somebody's trying to. Take advantage of, oh, it's got to be real mm-hmm. because it's, who's going to doctor up, you know, closed camera footage? Well, but, they say it could be a promotion for a movie. And then I wouldn't so be surprised. I guess we'll find out like next month probably. Right. Or never. Because it wasn't there that thing um, last year um, that was going around for that one horror movie uh, where they were in the high school. Uh, what was it? It was some demon summoning thing that people were doing all over With the, the, the pencil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and everyone was freaking out for a little while. Yeah, because the, it was the pencil would move or something. Yeah. And it would turn. And my, my son came home. Hey, check this out, dude. You know, I'm like, horse shit, kid. You got it. It was, yeah, it was promotion for that movie. Yeah, and it was promoting. And within a month or so, or a couple months later, that movie hit and it went right to the toilet. Yeah. Discount bin all the way. I didn't even see the movie. I don't even think it's on like. Any of the... Actually, the reason I remember this is I saw it on, like, HBO or something. Oh, it is on a paid I channel. I haven't watched it yet. You probably probably won't. If there's something better, no. <laughs> a rainy Saturday night and no one's around, absolutely. So, yeah. we'll post that um, of Ghost Girl caught on the CCT in yeah, Mexico. because we, we need more opinions on this one. If you're in Mexico and it's causing terror in your country... You probably got to get your priorities straight because there's probably other things you got to be worrying about. <laughs> You're like walking, <laughs> like walking down the street. But okay, so what are we, where are we going to go from here, Rob? Okay, well, let's see. What do we got next? More crap. Oh, the Daily Mail the Daily weighing Mail. in. All these websites are from the UK. They got a lot going on over there. They do, or they're, they're more. Uh, they're they're paying more attention to it. Maybe they're the Parababel number two most listened to country. Get out. They are. They beat out Canada. Well, everybody should beat out Canada. Well, not that we don't love Canada's you, Canada. So close to us, and you know they 
they got beat out. By you figure shorter, shorter video waves to go over to Canada than across the UK, right? Who knows? Because this video's got to load up on a boat and go over, right? Are we still in that technology? Yeah, they, uh, they, uh, we hired out a steam engine, uh, steamboat. We got a steamboat. Yeah, this is all we could afford at Parababel. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> we could do for overseas. <laughs> so we're not even sending digital formatted. We're sending like analog tape over. Yeah, the... <laughs> I, I put it on a cassette tape, and then I transfer it to an eight track, and I put it on a steamboat. For all you kids out there, a cassette is a plastic thing with two little holes in it, and it has tape in there, and it plays back what you want to hear. Just saying. You want to explain what an 8-track is, too? Oh, Jesus. 8-track. No. <laughs> that's more my league. Uh, <laughs> that used to stick in a in like a, a what would look like an old CD player. It's rectangular plastic, and you stick it in there. It's also got... Um, it's old crap. Yeah, it's super old. But hey, we're totally off the subject here. But that's UK, okay. So UK is our number two listener. And yeah, and, and this is where we're pulling a lot of these news stories from today. Well, then we're going to hop out the UK, I guess. Unintentionally. I just... Just realizing that now as I'm looking at the sources here. Yep. Daily Mail. Thank you. Yeah. So the Daily Mail, here's a new story. Um, it, here's the headline. Is this the ghost of Oxborough Hall? Visitor snaps eerie picture of cloaked woman who went missing in grounds of stately home 500 years ago. That's a really wordy article title. Yeah. Usually they're a little more like to the point. Is this the ghost of Oxborough Hall? That could have been that. They could have stopped there. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So this has got to be good, right? You would think that, right? I'm hoping so. So here's the picture. And again, this will be posted on our Facebook oh. page. And uh, so you'll see like this castle in the background. I'm assuming that's Oxborough Hall. Yep. And there's two people like hovering, uh, like leaning over a ledge there. And then there's another figure to their right with a big yellow circle around her. And it definitely looks like a woman cloaked in a black robe. With maybe some white there. Now the two people in the picture, when you oh, and here's a close-up picture. That's even better. Yeah, so I'm gonna say right off the bat that I do not believe this is photoshopped. So it has that going for it. I am gonna agree with you because when you look at these two pictures, when you scroll back to the other one, you see the couple talking. The girl's looking like she's like on the ledge, looking down, and there's a gentleman talking, or it even looks like he has a microphone in his hand, doesn't it? Like that white. Or it could be uh, an ice it cream be... cone. Okay. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> an ice cream cone. So he's enjoying talking to her, and she's looking over the ledge, and off to the right you have this black cloaked figure. Um, I don't know how they say it's a woman, but it's definitely black cloaked. And I'm going to say it does not look photoshopped. And if it is, it is damn good because the image of this cloak is blended in so well. Against that background, that cement wall. No, it's not photoshopped, but um, yeah, that's just a person, I think. <laughs> it's just a regular person. Oh, see, why didn't you tell me you were going to go there? I thought we were going to say it's definitely, you know, haunted. No, I mean, they say it's a cloaked person, but if you look a little bit closer on this cloak, it looks like there's buttons, almost. And then there's a white part where the uh, jacket might open up. Maybe she has a white shirt on. Uh, I was looking at some of the comments here from uh, UK mm-hmm. fans of this website, I'm assuming. And they say it looks like she's holding a plastic bag. Ghosts can't hold plastic bags? Did they have plastic bags back 500 years ago? 500 years ago? I'm going to say no. They're probably carrying baskets from the market with their food. Yeah. I okay. think this is just a person. Because the clothing like doesn't look like a creepy 
Like, I think the... I don't even think it's a cloak. I think that's just really dark hair. Okay. And could the face be... Look like it might be smudged out? It could be, like, right... Turned a little bit. So what you're seeing is mostly long hair that's dark. Okay, so the cloaked woman is out. That's what I'm going to say. True. And the other two just probably saw her maybe as a person. And that's why their conversation looked normal. Well, who knows? I mean, maybe she was... Maybe she just was a regular, another tourist. Like, right. Know, who would have thought anything otherwise? But who's ta- well, hold on, though. But who's taking a picture? Because this looks like it's shot from across the way. Yeah. Who's taking a picture of just two people standing there randomly? Well. And it's not any part of the building. It's not like the front of the building. It's like a side shot of some, of nothing, actually. Like, hey, well, there's two people over there. Let's take a picture. Well, it's uh, the article can explain that a little more. Alrighty. So it says that a spook woman is claimed to have captured the ghost of a woman who reportedly went missing 500 years ago on camera. At Stately Home in Norfolk. Diane Barron, 46, from Norwich, snapped what she believes is an eerie spirit on the bridge at Oxborough Hall, a National Trust site. Covered in misty black robes or a coat, the ghoul appears a short distance away from another visitor who is oblivious to her apparent close encounter. Or maybe hmm. she was just thinking, oh, there's another tourist there. You're right. Miss <laughs> Barron was on a trip to the medieval family home built for courtier sir edmund beddingfield that is british royalty sounding it does sound pretty in 1482 oxborough hall provided refuge for catholic priests seeking sanctuary from the prosecutions of the protestant queen elizabeth the first and the hall is reportedly haunted by the ghost of a spanish woman who mysteriously disappeared there back in the 16th century no further information on the circumstances of the disappearance have been posted making it all the more mysterious. Hmm. So they went there because they were persecuted. Oh, okay. oh here's on... the original picture, not zoomed in. So okay. Scroll down a little bit. So it looks like they're on a moat or a bridge yeah, going so into the castle. Yeah, so it says that the woman who took the picture is adamant that she did not edit their picture and that there was a dark figure on the bridge. Well, right there, we because she's adamant, we believe her. Well, I, I believe her that it's not photoshopped at all. Oh, uh, just, it's he a just won't give out that extra... Something. No, it's not a ghost. It's not a ghost. Okay. <laughs> I would totally ghost hunt this place. They'll look at it. Well, let's let's refer back to our first story here. She's not in white, so it's not real. Yeah, <laughs> every it's, every it's... ghost we see has to be in a white dress. So this is a little ordinary for you. Yeah, but they said this is a black cloak. <laughs> so that's also kind of kooky, right? Yeah. Well, I think it looks pretty legit. Yeah? Yeah. I know you're going to go with... It's not a ghost. Or it's not photoshopped. It's not photoshopped. But then again, we'll let you decide on this. Our UK listeners, which you probably weighed in. But anybody out there is listening to Parababble. This is going to be like the uh, the, uh, the battle episode. Like we're going to have people vote on the uh, the Stanley Hotel picture. Nice. And then we're going to have people vote on this, uh, what's it called? Oxborough, Oxborough Hall, Hall picture. Woman. Yeah, before Jeff and I... Um, Kill each other over... No, we're doing pretty good this. so far. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. I mean, yeah. we were in agreement on the last one. Yeah, this one, I th- I think it might be real. Yeah, we got one more to go for here. One more paranormal video to watch. Mm-hmm. When you can reach us at what? Parababble? At Parababble everywhere. Parababble, iTunes, Podbean, If uh, you want to contact Twitter, us... Instagram. Go on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. You probably have a lot of luck on Twitter because it's under new management. Yeah, it's a think, lot more interactions on there. Yeah, we we had to do a change and 
Yeah. Now it seems to be working in our favor. Yeah, we so. had to, uh, you know. And we put all kinds of crazy stories up there anyway. You know, we go from, like, ghosts to anything furry running around in a forest. So we can, we can accommodate a story if you need one. And that's what we're up to. Chupacabras, Bigfoot, Puck Wedgies. You Puck Wedgies. Got... Yeah. We got pennies from heaven falling out of the sky. People don't know why. It's, I'm liking it. So so check out the Oxborough Hall ghost and give us your opinion. We'll listen. Yeah, we'll we, even argue we, with you. Yeah. Like we just argued with each other. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. What do we got going on next? Bob? Okay. We got one more paranormal video to watch here. Ooh, we got videos. And I we'll like videos. We'll see where we each stand in this one after this. This <laughs> one's a little more interesting. All right. Uh-oh. Okay, so this is from Before It's News. Alien caught on tape behind a car. What? Parentheses. Creepy. Is the car creepy or is it the alien? Well, Let's see. you could decide. Look, I was nowhere near that car. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm just saying. Because I know if it's on CCTV. Alien, it's not. It's not on CCTV. This oh. time. It's a cell phone video. Oh, then it might be me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, what do we got going on? So, the article says that they take a look at a supposed alien that was caught on tape behind a car. The video was taken in Fremont, California Ooh. on September 11th, 2016 at around 11 p.m. The alleged sighting, the alleged alien sighting footage was then submitted to MUFON and was listed as a sighting of a real alien being. The person who took this video of the alien creature claims that they did not see it until examining the video later. Well, of course. And then there's a bunch of... Aliens would show up. Okay, so... Let's take a look at this video. I've already watched it. Let's see what you think about this one. We might edit through this, because it's 11 minutes long, right? Well, I didn't watch the whole video. The actual alien thing here is just like the first minute or so. So you can see him take his suit off? After? No. So, says the person that took this video was in their car at 11 p.m. and was talking to the camera about an unrelated subject when a mysterious entity was spotted in their rearview mirror. And, of course, they're recording the long way video, which... Sucks. Never do that. Sucks. Did you see it? What? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, we're taking another look? look? Let's take another look. Let me guess. The yellow circle? Take a look. So this video, this guy is recording his rear view mirror here. Well, his one of his mirrors in his uh, driver's side of his car. Okay, for the listeners. And it's really hard to spot. It says the person who recorded the video did not see the mysterious entity until viewing it later. But then I gotta wonder why he was recording like this. Well, because he was talking to his phone. Everybody does that. Yeah, but where is he then? Why is he recording his rear his mirror here and not himself? Unless it's, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Why well, those are convinced it's a hoax or optical illusion. Do you see it? Yep. And you don't see a lot of it here. No, you don't. It's very subtle compared to the last two that we just looked at. Okay, so first thing here is, we could probably, this hasn't been the only recent sighting of supposed aliens. Okay, so, when you guys watch this, look at the top half of the picture because it's it's... Really a small... Yeah, it's a really small part of it. It's right behind, like, the bumper of his car. Mm-hmm. Well, here's my thing. It says he's talking on a phone or talking to the phone. If that's the case, he has it actually held up to where the rearview mirror is. Mm-hmm. Why do you hold your phone up like that high, like you're talking to a mirror? 
You know what I'm saying? The way that phone was sitting. It would, if, if I was sitting in my car by the steering wheel, okay? Yep. I'm going to have the phone in front of me, like looking down a little bit, talking to my phone. That's how most people talk, or unless he was talking to somebody. But if he even was talking to somebody, but we'd have it to your ear. Here's the thing then, too. Even if he had it on speakerphone, why is he recording a video if he's talking to someone on his phone? Right. And that, exactly. And if he's recording himself on his phone, why isn't he recording himself? Why is he recording... His rearview mirror. Yeah. So, right there, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, the BS part that kind of comes through. It's like, why? I mean, and the image that I was expecting, like, an alien, like, creeped over the backside. Yeah. Like, yeah! You know, no. That's it's... the one thing that it kind of had going for it, is it wasn't so obvious. You know, it was a lot more... A little more to the mind, and it was was very, very small. Yeah. And if you know anything about aliens and our terminology, three to four feet, this thing looked like it was like... It was a little guy. It was a little, little, like, you know, kazoo. Like the typical little gray alien. Yeah, really small, and the image isn't that great, which, you know, a lot of these videos, that's how they work. It's grainy. It's kind of... You decipher it a little bit. Because it's not like cell phone cameras take HD video these days or not, anything like that. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, waiting for that technology. So, yeah, no, there's no alien. This guy, it almost looked like he was in a station wagon, the back end of it. But That was sarcasm um, before, by the way. Oh, sarcasm? Yeah, about the cameras. Oh, <laughs> it was sliced up pretty good. Just in case people didn't catch that. <laughs> we, Don't send us emails about that. Look, I just wanted to throw that out there. Our fans, they're pretty smart. They're, yeah. on, they're on to us. We won't dupe them like that. That's straight. Right now. Yep. Maybe later. Yep. So yeah, this is you can check it out. We'll, like again, we're gonna post it, Parababble everywhere. Yep. Um, I it, it'll almost look like a maybe a bottle or a can that rolled behind the bumper side to me, but it definitely is not what you're thinking. Like, oh, there's an alien like coming around the corner of the car, going, eh, "We're gonna eat you." No, not, not even close. So yes, Rob, we agreed. I think so. Yeah. All right. So this is gonna lead us to a, a pretty cool story I heard. Yes, this is a very interesting story I found. Uh, no videos or pictures attached to this one, so uh, no arguments over those things. But, but this is um, kind of a really cool idea. It's, <laughs> it's. I think it's awful, kind of. Oh but, no! But hey, it's not. It's not the first time it's been done. Oh no! But wait, wait till you get into the. the I mean, there's a show that we'll talk about this after. If this is kind of what going down the line, I'm thinking that there was a show that they tried to dupe uh, some paranormal people. But go on. Okay, so this comes from Week and Weird. And it's an exclusive from them. It says, This special effects team hoaxes paranormal activity at haunted locations, and business is booming. So Mm. this is really interesting. It says, um, let me just, I don't want to read the whole article here, but let me get to the uh, So we're down in Kentucky. Well, this guy goes all over the place. So um, his name is Mike Bish. Mm Mm-hmm. He runs Kentucky Special FX, a company that specializes in building movie prop replicas, haunted house attractions, and realistic animatronics. Just to name a few things. You interrupt. I'm going to interrupt you here for a minute. You said Kentucky. It just made me think of you know Kentucky Fried Chicken. Do you like spicy or regular? I don't like any Kentucky Fried Chicken. You don't like it? Is it because the way they treat the chickens, or you just don't like it? Is the way? No, it's just gross. I think. Really? You don't even have you you've had it before? Did I take it? Yeah. Do you like their biscuits and gravy? I like the biscuits. I like the potato wedges. I don't like the chicken. Oh, Rob, <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. But anyway, I'm sorry. That's totally like ADH right there from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Because it's Kentucky Special Effects Company that's doing this. This guy, uh, Michael, Mike Bish. So go on. 
Okay, so according to Bish, custom orders account for nearly 70% of the company's revenue, and they're responsible for special effects in the 7th Street Haunt. I highly reviewed, blah, 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 we don't care. Um, so, it's safe to say that when it comes to scaring the pants off of people, Mike Bish knows his stuff. Uh, let's see, let's get to the point here. So, Bish offers another service now. That's sure to scare ghost hunters in a much different way. Professional paranormal hoaxes in the legendary haunted location of the buyer's choice. And according to Bish, he's already pulled it off over 20 times. Shit. Okay, what's the, and the package named what? So the package is named Real Ghost and Unexplained Phenomenon and Apparitions. Mm-hmm. So Bish offers up the covert operations of he and his team as they set to work creating... Everything from equipment malfunctions, sudden temperature fluctuations, and appearing and disappearing apparitions for unwitting ghost hunters in haunted buildings. They claim they can even make an entire group of people feel ill at the same time. I know how to do that. I know how to do that. (laughs) And I'm not a special effects guy. I know how to do all of those things. Mm Mm-hmm. So, by arriving in unmarked vehicles and blending into ghost hunting groups... Bish promises the owners of allegedly haunted locations a helping hand in making sure your guest... Or ghost hunters get to see your get to see or experience some pretty cool stuff on demand to help keep you in business. They'll perform all these services and more without without ratting you out either. In fact, the only way they'll spill the beans is if law enforcement comes knocking with a warrant. So, before bad. we go on, yeah, this is bad. This is bad. Yeah, it's not the way I think it was going, but yeah, it's bad. But here's the thing. They say that they blend in with ghost hunting groups. They come in unmarked vehicles. So that tells me right there that they're just doing this on public hunts. Absolutely. Yeah. So like if, if we booked a place privately and we went in and some schmuck comes off the street just to blend in, you're going to know right away. Exactly. Like, what's the deal here? There goes my batteries. There goes my camera. Oh, I'm not <laughs> feeling well. There's a cold spell in this room. So it says, with such far-reaching implications for the paranormal field, paranormal research, I couldn't help but wonder, what drives a special effects artist to offer a service like this? So they reached out to Mike for answer, and it turns out he sees his job as a challenge to ghost hunters. (sighs) Do you think he's challenging ghost hunters? No. No? Me neither. I think he's just making things worse. He's definitely making things worse. Because first of all... Like we said before, we came to the conclusion that he's got to just be doing this on public hunts where you can go in and, you know, strangers could... But he he home. did say the owners are worth... The, the owners, the owners are, are the ones that hire him. Okay, so instead of doing the, the uh, hey, we're going to get on TV by, you know, we have a ghost at our restaurant, we're going to make things happen and then get famous by being on a TV and we'll get all those business... The next step in this is bringing in a special effects team very quietly to make your uh, ghost hunters, fans, or whoever comes to your, your place, your establishment, believe that they're truly getting messages or the effects that you might want to get on a ghost hunt. Well, here's the thing, too, though. Like, he says he's challenging ghost hunters, right? But they're doing it on public hunts, obviously. So any ghost hunter who has any idea what the hell they're doing, they're not going to take anything seriously that they catch on the public hunt anyway. And let's face it. Or they shouldn't. Right. As ghost hunters, we all went through the phase of public hunts. Let's go to this building. We go with a group of people. We run around with our stuff. 
But uh, if you stick together and it's just not a flash in the pan and you become a serious paranormal investigator, you are not going to really do public hunts as much unless you know that spot is opened up and you can get in there. But for the most part, you're going to graduate yourself to private hunts where things are isolated. But you get, and I'm not knocking the people who want to be in this field or who are new to it. I mean, this is their foot in the door. Yeah, and that's even worse for them because if it is someone who's really serious about it, like that's where we all started. Exactly. And if they're really trying to like learn something, so you know, how are they learning anything if they're being fooled and they're I, not being told afterwards? Okay, so my view would be this Mike Bish and his Kentucky special effects crew. Oh, spicy chicken sounds good. <laughs> but anyway, if I don't blame him. I'm going after the owner. The owner obviously had to have reached out and said, you know what, what's a good way I can keep this place haunted without it looking haunted? Or actually being haunted. That I put that on the owner. And as paranormal investigators, we've seen that along the way. You know, we go into places that are completely, you know, the owner's like, oh, this is going on, that's going on over here. And word of mouth, you got a thousand people coming through the door paying $35 to $65 a pop. And it's keeping you in business. And... Once the truth gets out there, because it does, because owners will talk, because they have to have someone else in their partnerships, they will talk. Yep, we've seen it happen. And all of a sudden, you're like the rat's ass of the of hunts. You yeah. won't, people won't go there anymore because they know you're a fraud. If, if and the community's tight. If any of these places that this guy has pulled off these things at, if it got out for any one of them, even if they're a huge name place. They instantly lose all credibility. Oh, credibility! People probably go after and want their money back. Yep. So they're they're trying to keep themselves in business, but it could definitely come back to bite them really bad. Is that a what a hologram? Yeah, this is a it's a video of uh, one of the the holograms that he has. Now, if you're getting fooled by this, come on, you know, I mean, it's it's cool, it's awesome. It's a unless you're at Coachella, yeah, watching like <laughs> it's Tupac, you know, Tupac or somebody else up there, Elvis. Um, don't believe it is not clear as day. If you see an apparition, you're, it is not going to be like, "Hey, look at this! Look at the facial features! It's all dug out." It's never that way. And if it is, you have Holy Grail, yeah. you know, written all over yeah. it. But to like I said, this is really charming the pants off of newbies in the business, and it makes us look bad somewhere down the line. Yeah. So I'll skip over a little bit of this, and then because uh, they wanted to get the opinion of actual ghost hunters as well. I mean, we just gave ours, but it mm-hmm. says for ghost hunters, a service like this is alarming news. Not only does it call into question the validity of evidence they previously collected, which you shouldn't really right. consider that evidence anyway if it's from a public hunt, but it's casting doubt on which haunted locations they choose to investigate. We pay a lot of money to travel to haunted places and churches in search of answers. Sue Nielsen, a longtime paranormal investigator, told me, if we wanted a fake haunting, we would stay close to home and wait for the haunted houses to start up in October. Exactly, Sue. Yep. And then uh, Todd Manaloe Smith, a ghost hunter from Seattle, says hoaxes and properties with haunted histories are an insult. Exactly. He says, not only is this degrading to the field, it's so disrespectful to the deceased who may actually be trying to reach out, he wrote. You know, and it's not like this is new. I mean, as long as we've been ghost hunting, we've heard stories, we've actually yeah. seen stuff happen. Yeah. But hoaxes in paranormal because it's so unproven, guess what? It's been going on for centuries. Yep. You know, ectoplasm, you know, different stories like that. I mean, they're all out there. 
And if you look hard enough, you know, your dead relatives appear in the picture, you know, the, back in the day. Yeah. You but just got to be really Yeah, it's careful. definitely like, oh, now these guys are professionals, you know, for creating and you know, effects and things like, like that. And you know, like that Todd Mananoa Smith and that Susan uh, Nielsen, she, they, there's ghost groups out there. We go out there. We could pay up to $1,200 just to step foot into a place for a private investigation. That's a lot of bread. We're, we don't get paid in this field. We're taking our own earned money. You know, sometimes we're chipping in so we all can go because, it. you know, when you have to shell up 200 bucks to go to a place for six, seven hours that is a reputable place for haunts, you know, you don't do them every weekend, right? Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely not. So, yeah, I don't blame the effects guy. He's tapped into something, obviously. He's taking Coachella to a different level. Yeah. <laughs> but... The owners are the ones that are the scams. They see that it's out there and there's a, they got a building and they can make some money off of it. But eventually, they all do get caught. So it's interesting, though, because like, um, while well, we heard from like other ghost hunters besides us that have the opinion on it, uh, the article goes on a little bit more. It says, it isn't just paranormal investigators who are upset by the idea of professional hoaxers. For the owners of spooky locations with honest reputations, the fears of being lumped in of being lumped in hoaxers are scarier than the resident spirits. Uh, so G- Jesse uh, Liam Cooler, who owns the Belvoir Winery, a castle-like building noted for its paranormal street cred, including mm-hmm. an appearance on Sci-Fi's Ghost Hunters, sees the rise of Haunt for Hire services as another challenge in the uphill battle of maintaining a haunted property. He says, I don't know about Ghost Hunters, but as the owner of a haunted location that goes out of its way to make sure nothing is faked that pisses me off he says it creates more questions by guests when they know that kind of stuff is being done at other locations all it takes is one falsified haunting to allow people to blanket all locations as not legitimate when was this article done up rob this was recently i believe let me check the date the 14th of okay this month, september so a couple days ago seventh street haunt is that the name of the company uh, no, it's Kentucky Special it's Kentucky Effects. Special Effects. You know what? We should all, as ghost hunters, if you're listening to this, um, who are serious, and uh, you know, I get helping the owners out and the owners making money, but from a professional standpoint, this is bullshit. We need to get on this guy immediately, tell him to knock it off because, yeah, you you know what? You're putting money in your pocket, feeding your family, whatever. But we're getting we're, we're going to get killed for that. I don't know. You know, I mean, it's awful what he's doing, but. I don't know if I can blame him as much as I would blame the uh, the owners of the places that have hired him. I blame I would blame them more. more so. Well, let me ask you: Would you do something like that if it was a way to if if you weren't into ghost hunting, okay, and investigations, and you ran a special effects company, and someone said, "Hey, can you make my building haunted so I get people in there?" Would you do that? Would you see that as a scam, or would you see that as a legitimate? Hmm. That's interesting. Now he says he's doing it to challenge ghost hunters. Well, he has to have an angle. Yeah. What's of he challenging us to the next step? He's doing nothing new. No. Yes. Do we see apparitions? Yes. Do we get EVPs? Yes. Do we walk into rooms and feel ill sometimes? Yes. Do we get headaches and everything else? Yeah. He's doing everything commonly known to a ghost hunter. What are you making us... What's challenging us? There's nothing... You don't think no, we haven't already not. challenged ourselves yeah. to see what's the next step in investigations? Yeah, because like I said before, like anyone who, who knows anything, it's like... They're not going to take anything seriously that happens on a public hunt anyway. And it must be happening on a public hunt because they said that he's blending in with crowds. Okay. 
So do you, as a special effects guy, say, hey, I got a real cool niche here. Here's an idea. Now, if he's using it as a challenge, that's his, that's his little wall that he's hiding behind because he knows that is wrong. He has to know that that's wrong in the sense of duping, you know, duping the customer per se. We're going to, I would say if I walked into a building knowing that there was a special effects team saying, okay, we're going to do some stuff tonight. We want you to be able to scope it out and figure what's going on and how it's done. That's one way of making it safe for both parties. You know what you're walking into. This guy is saying the only way he's ratting out these owners is if the police start knocking on his door. Then they're going to say, look, something's going on here. Okay, this is what? This guy's hired. He's a special effects guy. But that'll cause such a backlash of shit that it's, yeah, this is this is bad news. So the my advice to... Well, in the article here, it says... It says, at the end of the day, there's only one reliable way for ghost hunters to be sure that the evidence they're collecting is legitimate. Investigate well, and when in doubt, throw it out. Which is true, but also, when it's a public hunt, I mean, don't even do anything. <laughs> don't even take anything, anything seriously that you may or may not catch. Yeah, but I, Rob, I just went yesterday, and I want to believe. I went on my first hunt, and I, I got a piece of evidence. And I know it's ghost. I know someone was trying to contact me. So there, you're you're picking on, you're you're pulling out the vulnerable people who really want an experience, and they and they'll go home thinking, look, I got this ghost on camera, or I got this this hologram. Yeah, so yeah. they're definitely duping the less fortunate in the thinking. Yeah, because idea mean, here, he's he's acting like he's, I mean, you know, let's be honest, he's just making a few bucks here, but he's making it seem like you know he's challenging like real ghost hunters and stuff, but like the. The people that are going just to public hunts are either in it just for a thrill, or they're new people trying to actually learn something. So they're new. I mean, they're not gonna know everything right off the bat, and you're trying to fool them. Right. They're gonna think they hit the mother load on their first investigation when people have been doing it 10, 15, yeah. 20 years. Going, we don't have anything near that like holy grail. Or the third group of people that would be at ghost hunts are you know people who have been around for a long time that just you know they're they're never gonna learn then. If, if they're taking right. everything that seriously right. on a public hunt. So my thing is you stick with the places that have a, a good reputation for actually having true hauntings or unexplained phenomenon going on. You oh, know? Yeah, I would love to see a list of these places that he's worked for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some <laughs> guy's farmland, his farmhouse turned into like a paranormal yeah. paradise. Yeah, that's some, that's some crap. So the lesson here is stick with what you know if you're... You're new in it and you really want to get into the field, don't go to questionable places that you've never heard of. Start with the places that investigators have gone and there's phenomenon in there that just cannot be explained. That's I would think that's a good starting point. Yeah. I mean, there's one more or less quote here Uh-oh. at the end of the we article got more? from this Mike guy. Mm-hmm. One last quote. He says, uh, in regards to, you know, if it's the right or wrong thing that he's doing, he says, I can't apologize or I guess I could, but I won't. He says, I'm an asshole, I know, but a lovable asshole, though. See, that guy's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's clearly making money. And I mean, that's why he's doing it. I don't give any bullshit reason you want, but at the end of the day, that's why he's doing it. And um, obviously the movie business isn't working for him. <laughs> because if he was any type of reputable person, he wouldn't have to stoop down to meeting owners of a haunted, uh, unhaunted location and turning it into a fool's paradise. 
Yeah, and and like I said, I think they're probably more to blame, more so, you know, because this is just some guy with a visual effects company. You know, right, and he, I, I, he probably sat down and thought about it for a minute and said, okay, I can charge you this amount, this amount, this amount. I got the packages. How bad, how how much do you want this place to be haunted? You know, like this one with a hologram. That is like, that's bad news, you know. Yeah. It's... It's a, we got a little short video here. We're going to post this at Parababel on you know, Twitter, Facebook. It's just like, it looks really awesome, but like if you thought it was real, it's like... That's definitely some Coachella shit. That's some hologram. That is awesome. Like, that is awesome. That is special effects that it's... Wow. That is cool. So, yeah, I mean... I want one of those, but... Yeah. yeah I, would, I wouldn't use it for... It's like, come on. <laughs> I would use this as a scare tactic. I would use this as a haunted place. A paranormal haunted place. You say that now, I'm actually gonna build one of these now. Sweet. And like Oh look at this guy, he's just like smoldering coming out of a wall. Yeah, when we post this article and it's a really well well written article, uh definitely read it. And uh check out the video of the holograms. They're they're really cool. I don't know if this is his work specifically or if it's just holograms in general. Is KFC aware of this? I don't know. I just remember, folks, when you go into these haunted locations and public hunts or private buildings or whatever, these owners are not millionaires. These owners have to work to keep these buildings running. And most of the owners who have a place like this are doing it because they have a love of the paranormal, a love of the afterlife. But at the end of the day, they have to pay taxes. These buildings, a lot of them are run down. They have to pay repairs. There's a lot of things they do. And for someone to come along and take a building, like, wherever this guy is in this video, this place looks kind of nice. It, you're scamming You're scamming the paranormal investigators, period. And you're not saying that you are. If you were to say, hey, check this out. we got a place for you guys to come that are really cool. Find the, find the effects. That would be great because you're being up front. Yeah. He's not. Neither one of them. Straight up, and he says he's an asshole, and the only way they're going to rat out these places is if the cops show up. So go to reputable places, ask around in your local communities. Just, it's, it's very tough. rare that Just you because, find your own. Yeah, because you don't know. I mean, if he's been to over 20 places, and he pretty much admits that some of them are pretty well-known haunted locations, you never know, really. So you just got to be careful. Unfortunately, you might be giving your money to some scammerists, and you don't even know it. We'll have to look into this. Yeah. Maybe we should just look into this a little more and maybe do another episode for another time on this. We probably could do a whole episode on like... We could probably really fraud. dig into what this... You know what? Let me grab my pen right here, Rob. Yep. And we're going to do... We're not going to do anything with this pen because it doesn't write. Oh, no. Um, it's a ghost pen. Kentucky... Fried. No. Oh. <laughs> Kentucky's... What is it? What was it? Kentucky what? Special effects? Special FX. Special FX, and his name is Mike Bish. And we encourage everybody out there who's listening to us, check into this guy, especially if you're in the paranormal field. And like you said, these people they've talked to, you know, especially the ones that are legitimate um, investigators, this you should be very upset about this. It's been going on for centuries, but you should, with today's technology... In ways to get around thing and the internet, there should be ways to find out what exactly is going on. And um, I would probably say there's probably some backstories we can dig up on this. And well, say how much, you know, 
there's yeah there's so much that you know is hidden if you find out like even just finding out one of the clients that he's had it would create such a mess and this story is out of the u.s so sorry uk we had to take one from you but um again you can reach us at parababble on you can get us on twitter you can get us on facebook you can listen to our podcast on itunes podbean Stitcher. Stitcher. Um, Whatever you got, you could probably find us. Yeah, we're free. You could send us an email, parabiblepodcast at gmail.com. And we will respond to you. We will. Oh, we got Instagram, too. Also at Parababble. It's nice and simple. It's Everything simple. is at Parababble. Parababble. B-A-B-B-L-E. Yep. I'll, I'll, that's And we give everything free. And we will answer your emails, questions, anything about any of these shows. Yep. And as always, Rob, this is always like... It's kind of cool when our counterpartner kind of like wants to go jet setting. It's like it's, yeah, we get to play. It's like, it's like we have um, <laughs> an unorganized mess of stories. Stuff. Yeah, we can just talk and. But Halloween's coming up, so yeah, it's going to get a serious. Bit of a breather. Yeah, it's going to get. Well, we're going to get serious. We got some really good time. episodes in yep. the pipe already, and uh, wait till you hear them. I think we're going to have fun with it. Yep, I think so too. And it will be spooktacular. It will be. All right. Well, this is Jeff from Parababble signing off. And And this is Rob signing off. And we will catch you on the dark side. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) With all the ghost apparitions. Holograms. Holograms? Holograms. Oh, wait. Are we signed off? I think you signed us off. I kept rambling. So are you going to edit it signed off from the dark side, or are you going to keep the ramble? We'll find. We'll, you'll find out. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's my choice later. Yes, it is. Depending on your editing. Yeah. All right.